0: meyer lunchable. and you know why (laughs) because i work i work i come in i work hard this is the way you treat yourself i thought why not i'm gonna treat myself and have an oscar meyer lunchable so delicious who are you justifying this to are you so good where is the conflict here (laughs)
1: Go ahead. It's a mystery meat and "quote unquote" cheese. It's only five, you know, but
0: it's only five grams of sugar, and I'm low. I'm doing the low sugar thing. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: actually it's it's a lean mystery meat too, isn't the it?
0: Cheese. The cheese doesn't taste like cheese. The meat doesn't taste like meat. The crackers kind of taste like a cracker. Yeah, I'll grant you that. So,
1: you know, it's funny back to back stories about trying to figure out how to run urban-slash-suburban areas and make them pleasant and successful. Um, and and that effort often, 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 in my mind, the way I swing, ends up in government overreach. And uh, there is a, a hell of a piece of legislation moving through California right now. And, and it's funny. That could be said of so many things that get passed in, in the golden state of California. No voters have any idea what's going on in the Capitol, but none of them care. And some of the stuff that gets passed is just bizarre. But one example of that, or a couple of examples, Assembly Bill 2923, and uh, there's a Senate Bill 2, uh, SB 827, which have to do with the Bay Area rapid transit system managing property and land. And somebody who knows a heck of a lot more than we do about this and is, is taking a stand on it is Deborah Allen, who's... Uh, a Bart director, she represents the first district, which stretches all over the parts of the Bay Area from Concord and Danville and Lafayette to Walnut Creek and parts of unincorporated Contra Costa County. Uh, but she joins us now. Hey, Deborah, how are you? Hey, good morning. We're we're really glad I'm to have so you awesome. aboard. But when I first read about this bill, I couldn't even believe it was true. Um, first of all, why don't we start with what what are they trying to do?
2: Well, I couldn't believe it was true either. It was rolled out in one of my own BART stations by uh, our own assembly member who represents the area that those BART stations are in. Uh, and so what this bill will do is it will take the local city authority, city and county authority, over certain zoning standards, and it will transfer that authority over to the BART board, which is me. Um, I oppose this bill um, really very strongly. Um, The BART board should not be in in control of local communities, and you have to understand that this BART board makes up uh, representation throughout the Bay Area, um, all the way to San Mateo, uh, San Francisco, Antioch, um, and and is now going to go as far as San Jose at some point in the future. And and so So
1: you... Go ahead, sorry.
2: So we're going to have um, nine representatives from all of those areas making decisions on these zoning standards in each individual city. And there are six key points uh, that are in the bill that are transferred over to the BART board. It's the density of housing. It is the height of the structures. It is the permissible parking minimums and maximums. That's a key. Maximum amount of parking is what they want to control. Uh, lowest permissible floor area ratios. They will have control a certain amount of control over low income housing ratios. Wow! And there is a provision uh, to require, essentially, in a roundabout way, require project labor agreements.
1: Oh my God! Oh PLAs! Don't get me started. Um, and I suspect rather strongly that they're going to swing toward the idea of we want you to walk, bike, or ride your unicorn to bar. Exactly from your home that's very close in high density housing and we are going to have almost no parking because cars are mean
2: right so this works okay in urban areas and there's one particular urban board director that is uh really been behind this bill from the beginning from San Francisco. And, you know, what's really going on here is that there's not enough housing in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. And so this is a way to force high-density housing around some of our suburban communities. In, at BART, we call this the urban-suburban war.
1: But they're going to do that via the board of a, uh, a, a transportation service.
2: Right, and that's the other key point is if BART were a fantastic agency that really had everything working uh, 100% I uh, had no problems, then, you know, maybe management of housing might be okay. But what I often say is, does this make the trains run on time? We have a lot of problems at BART. We have a crime problem. We, we're, we you know, very understaffed in our policing. A uh, whole variety of things going on a at BART. A bit more
1: wee-wee than my tastes uh, appreciate, too. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. moving along.
2: Yeah, yeah I hate why to why get
0: stabbed or urinated on, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what qualifications it takes to be on the BART board, but I assume, like, Overall, in general, urban planning is not part of
2: it. Well, interesting you say that because there, uh, I believe, are now two urban planners running for the BART board in this cycle in 2018.
0: Well, it makes sense if you're about to become an urban planning board. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Deborah Allen's online. She's a uh, BART uh, director, serves on the board. So tell us a little more about these um, transit villages that the the Uber... uh, uh, well, I don't want to characterize anybody, but uh, you don't. Uh, well, I, I spend all day doing that. What am I saying? Um, these Uber progressive high density urbanites of the Jerry Brown mold—they um, t- uh, like these transit villages. What are what would they be like?
2: So it's a village that will have some retail on the bottom of a building, and uh, uh, actually, for the stations in my area, it would be minimum a five story building, and the, above the retail is. Is housing um, now they count that retail as commercial jobs, um, which I think is um, rather uh, deceptive, really. Um, but uh, the the village would eventually supply a person with a grocery store and other basic needs that they might might need. But the uh, the real focus is on uh, reducing or eliminating parking and that these people would be able to just walk downstairs and get on transit and go anywhere they want to go. And if they can't get there on transit, then they should just hire an Uber or rent a car.
1: Okay. But if there are, say, even a thousand people living in that building, and it sounds lovely in a lot of ways to me, but if there are a thousand people in that building, aren't there 50,000 not in that building who want to use public transit? Uh, yeah, and so and they got to park somewhere unless they ride their unicorn there and then just turn it free so it can return over the rainbow to heaven <laughs> to wait for them to get home via BART.
2: Yeah, this is part of a, a, a bigger. Um You know, if you step back what's going on here, this is a shift of power away from individual cities to regional uh, boards. Um, We have a regional uh, metropolitan transportation commission, MTC, as it's known in the Bay Area. And MTC got together with BART and said, uh, hey, let's set a goal for BART to create a certain number of housing units by 2030. I believe it's something like 20,000 units.
0: I'm troubled by this uh, popularity in so many cities on the West Coast that I know of. You know, all the bike lanes and everything like that trying to force you out of your car. They just make traffic so bad that you'll stop driving. This hatred of cars, I'm not sure... I'm not sure that many people feel that way. Just the people in charge feel that way.
2: I, I think the urban people feel that way, the ones that don't have cars. And, uh, all right, yeah. Or yeah. directors that don't.
0: But they're, they're, a, they're, they're, they're a tiny minority. I mean, it just... It right. just seems so incredibly unrealistic, and I worry about big decisions that are hard to go back from being made I mean once you got buildings yeah. up and you know cities created in a new way that it could be that way for decades and decades to come
2: and remember we're talking about in this bill very low or very high density low square footage units these are very small units that um, will allow essentially this this creates a higher value in the land itself. Yeah. The more units you can put on the land, the higher the value, the more lease revenue payments that come to the agency. I, so no, I could
0: be wrong, but they're crafting a society for a bunch of people that are not going to uh, get married and have children who don't want to drive cars. I'm, I'm not sure that is going to be as many people as they think.
1: Deborah Allen's online. She's a uh, Bay, Area, Bay Area Rapid Transit District uh, Board of Director. Director, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Good sentence. Um, it uh, finally, I, I was able to uh, to get up to thirty thousand feet and see the the overarching shape of this thing. And it's were it's you just,
0: higher than the rainbow with the unicorns? Oh yeah, I'm looking eh. down Before at the unicorns
1: trotting home on the rainbows. That's right. Um, <laughs> I remember what was the uh, UN thing, Measure Thirty One, that a lot of people were were super concerned about a couple of years ago. Um, and it's a similar idea. Now I get what they're doing. Those who would control slash build a utopia slash make the world better from their point of view can't do it in a a world that has uh, city by city by city, county by county by county governance. And so they're forming regional associations. And somebody thought, wait a minute. I know what's an octopus that has its arms uh, wrapped around a whole region. The transit system. BART does. Why don't we make them... A quasi-governmental agency that gets to do zoning and housing and everything. That's it, isn't it, Deborah? Uh,
2: you could could have really be hitting on the right point there. Um, you know, I, I uh, it, it's been an interesting journey for me. I've only been on this board for eighteen months. Was elected in twenty sixteen, and uh, all I can say is, wow, have I learned a lot. Um, But, you know, one of the things that also concerns me about this bill is the dangerous precedent that this will set in state law. The PUC code was originally written to create BART and allow BART to to run and grow. And uh, the PUC code has written within it uh, over and over that the cities and the counties ultimately have control over what BART does in their communities, that BART is a guest there. Mm. Okay. And, and now, everywhere
1: uh, public transit exists, right? Okay, go on.
2: Right. right, and in this bill, we are changing that. We are fundamentally changing the intent of the law that was written to allow the transit uh, system to exist because it's taking that control away from those cities. But this is going to set a dangerous precedent for throughout the state. Remember, there was a statewide bill, I believe it was 827, that attempted to do a similar thing, and it was stalled. So now what we have is a very small, localized bill. And gee, those people in Southern California go, BART, we don't care what they do at BART, right? But wait until LA Metro has to face the same thing. Wait until San Diego is looking at the same thing being presented in the state legislature. Sacramento RT, you could end up with tall, high-rise buildings all around every one of your stations. Because
1: they got the law through based on BART. Interesting.
2: Well, it's the precedent.
1: Yeah, yeah. right, right. Uh, Deborah Allen on the line. Wow, Deborah, this is really, really interesting. It, it, does the bill have a chance? Is it uh, going to uh, ooch its way through the legislature just because nobody's paying attention? What do you think?
2: Yeah. Yes, well, that's what's happened so far. Uh, it made it through the Assembly. By only one vote, and uh, our, our Assemblywoman Catherine Baker from the Bay Area actually was a champion on the floor and did a fantastic floor speech on this, opposing it. Um, and uh, so it did squeak by by one vote in the Assembly. It's in the Senate now. It goes to the Senate Appropriations Committee on Monday. And we're going to hear a lot about this bill over the weekend because the cities really never, ever expected it to get this far um and so when it gets through appropriations that is the last committee we believe it goes to the senate floor after that it will go back to the assembly for some concurrence on uh, a few amendments that were changed and there you go
1: wow it creates a new concept of government the regional authority that that can Mm -hmm. overrule the cities and towns it, it runs through how interesting deborah allen hey deborah great to talk to you let's stay in touch on this all right
2: Yeah, call me any time. I'm happy to talk to you about this and other things, crime on BART and everything else that everyone
1: loves. You know, yeah, we really, a week ago, we would have been on that until this astounding bill came to our attention. But, yeah, we will absolutely do that. Thanks, Deborah. Okay, thank you. Good to talk to you.
0: I like her quote. This agency, the, the, the BART people, should not be anointed a redevelopment agency for the Bay Area. We are a transit agency, and we struggle to accomplish that mission. Yeah. Well it's, no kidding. It the overall thing is this um this push by by the, a certain crowd for the really densely populated I know this is happening around where I live. They want lots of high rise little tiny places to live over shopping. Right. And, and the idea is you live there, and you walk downstairs and shop like your people on Seinfeld or friends or whatever, like they do in New York. Mm-hmm. They want every town to be like that and think that's what everybody hungers for and wants. And you don't own cars, and you either do the bike-sharing thing or, or whatever you're doing, We're in, riding your Segway. It's just i i'm not I'm not sure the enthusiasm for that lifestyle is quite what they think, or they think they can force everybody to live that way i don't know
1: well there there's both there's the uh misconception many of us have that the way we want the world is the way everybody wants the world and uh and also a a rather high handed righteous belief that everybody ought to live that way even if they don't want to. I tell you what, and this you want to plunge on and just run really late or what? This is, uh, we've talked about this with the uh, at yeah. This let's point, do it. it. it makes It'd be fun. It makes a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> so this is. A, it reminds me of Milton Friedman's uh, great quote that R- reflect all tax increases reflexively, and and you know you could uh, explain why, but. Um, <clears throat> You need to understand, and this is why you study history, you need to understand that the the quest for power, the lust for power, never ever ends among human beings. It's something we're born with. We just we as a species, we want to control because it makes us safer, more prosperous, or get more chicks or whatever. And and this is a great example of the lust to control three towns over cuz you think they ought to be living that uh, the way i want them to live but there's no mechanism for me to force them to do that well now maybe there is maybe wait a minute like i said before what's an octopus that's here and there hmm A utility, for instance. Why don't we let PG&E have governmental powers anywhere where you can see one of their towers? They can be in charge of, uh, you know, housing policy and zoning and the rest of it, and we'll just... Make sure PG&E responds to our will. I think we're all on the same page, PG&E.
0: You'd hate to see greater regulation, wouldn't you? Hmm? But you remember uh, Governor Jerry Brown of California's quote about during the drought of In Your Little Green Lawns, where he clearly had contempt for that lifestyle.
1: Right, and he declared it over.
0: So he hates, he and a lot of people who think like him, they hate the idea of a house with a yard and you drive your car. They just think that's so awful right. and needs to be done away with and we're going to force people out of that lifestyle. Oh,
1: you know what, when we do come back, speaking of which, I, I meant to congratulate uh, pg and E. I I mean, you congratulate your friends when they buy uh, like a really nice car or a house. Or I'd like to congratulate PG&E on buying a governor. Jerry Brown declaring that the horrific disasters that have allegedly been caused by that giant utility, that they shouldn't be on the hook for that money so much as the insurance companies should. And he's uh, waved his mighty pen to effect that change, so. A lot Welcome of people,
0: to Fornia. Uh, peop-
3: oh, bitch, bitch, bitch.
0: Uh, there's the governor there. A lot of people mocking my Lunchable. One texter said, if this is how you treat yourself, I'd hate to see how you punish yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs>
2: Armstrong and
1: Getty. The conscience of the nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Hey, Jack, why don't you cut your truck up into tiny pieces and stick it in your Lunchable... That's a reference to the fact that I said I would eat my truck if Donald Trump was ever the nominee of the Republican Party. Mm. He ended up becoming the nominee, and then, in a shocker to many, got elected president of the United States. A-D-D-D-D-D. Donald Trump from The Apprentice? And then to be perfectly honest, I did not eat my truck. So
4: Well, we couldn't really figure out a way to do
0: that without killing you. I reneged on my bet right. as it would end my life. So Whatever. I, my choice was Whatever. either be an honorable wagerer and die. Yes. Or go through life as a as a welcher, but be alive. Right. Those are my two options. Right. Paint a
1: scarlet W on his forehead. That's what I said. <laughs> or is that some sort of? That's probably an ethnic slur. A new. That, that's, it is. It's a slur against the Welsh.
0: How dare you, sir? A new Ernest Hemingway short story has been released. It is good. It is very good. Nice. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Literary humor for the highbrow set. I guess I'll read this while I listen to my new Jimi Hendrix album. I, this, bringing out art from people that didn't want it to come out. Just I don't know what that is. Well, I know what it is. It's somebody trying to make a profit. Yeah, The artist didn't want it out at the time probably for a reason.
1: I could see reading it knowing it's not very good. Here's one he didn't like very much. And then studying why it didn't work. I would find that interesting, but that's not the way it's being presented.
0: I assume we have Marshall's news coming up, but he hasn't shown up. Is he okay? He's finally getting sick of us. Does everybody know if Marshall's okay? News next, probably about Trump on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Alaska Airlines has issued an apology amid widespread outrage. For what? We'll have that coming up in a little bit, because companies are always apologizing for things that usually are stupid. And there's always outrage over Uh, everything. And our story of the day, we want to make sure this news gets out. The CDC, a government agency, warning people to stop reusing and washing condoms. Oh, boy. Can you say washing and reusing in that order, please? Okay. uh, Um... Uh, we were looking Otherwise, at the. It's
1: even here.
0: <laughs> I was wondering about the comment section underneath this news story. What people? I was imagining the. So many comments might be fairly snarky, but somebody did quote the great comedian George Carlin and imagine how stupid the average person is, and then remember that half of people are stupider than that. <laughs> which is really oh. how you end up with a story like oh. stop reusing condoms. Oh boy. That is a pretty amazing stat when you think about it. I'm, I'm floored
1: by that observation of what is plainly true.
0: Well, yeah, just statistically, mathematically, there's no getting around it. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips.
3: All the bromance is continuing. Kim Jong-un has sent a letter to President Trump. It's been confirmed by White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders. Trump tweeting about the letter last night. Thank you to Chairman Kim Jong Un for keeping your word and starting the process of sending home the remains of our great and beloved missing fallen. I am not at all surprised that you took this kind of action. Also, thank you for your nice letter. I look forward to seeing you soon. Wow. <laughs> it's like they're exchanging letters from <laughs> camp or something. Yes. Yeah. Sanders wasn't saying what was in the letters, just calling it part of ongoing correspondence between the two leaders. And
1: ongoing delays while they perfect their nuclear capabilities, most likely.
0: That's the problem, is uh, delay favors them, not us,
3: greatly. Meanwhile, Sanders is batting down questions about President Trump's comment on grocery shopping at a rally in Tampa this week. You know, if you go out and you want to buy groceries, you need a picture on a card. You need ID. The president making the remark while making a push for voter ID across the U.S. So at our White House briefing yesterday, Sanders challenged the press questions about showing an ID at a grocery store. I'm
2: pretty sure that everybody in here who's been to a grocery store that's purchased beer or wine has probably had to show their ID. If they didn't, uh, then that's probably Uh. a problem with the grocery store.
1: And that was the moment he checked out. I'm done. How do we have
3: these conversations every day?
1: Angrily and stirred up.
3: Sanders did not answer a question about the last time Trump actually went shopping for groceries. Yeah. Ignored and, and, that is, and
0: is that a requirement? I, I don't I don't know. But the problem I have with these conversations is, is there a single human being that either didn't already hate Trump and is gonna continue to, or already likes Trump and is gonna continue to. That's the problem. Or I was just,
3: already uh, ambivalent and will continue yeah, to be ambivalent exactly. in precisely the same way. Meanwhile, the Trump fans will be heading to Wilkes-Barre because the president's going to be there today for a rally. That's going to be at 4 p.m. West Coast time. Where it's What's that, Pennsylvania? It is indeed, sir. All right. There is a new plan now to cut California into pieces. The group Yes California has the idea to basically draw a line down the middle of the state long ways. The <laughs> western half.
0: All right, let's try that one. <laughs> I would call that longitudinal. State of Jefferson, <laughs> fight nice. for power.
3: The western half would be California. The eastern half would establish the so-called autonomous Native American nation. What?!
0: Okay, so my, my brother sent me a text this morning. He said, which part of California do you live in? The native part or the other part? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, So the, that's what this is. The yeah. Native American nation.
3: As in tribal peoples or born in America? I mean, All I've got is autonomous Native American nation. Mm. Since a catchy my, name.
0: Yeah. Since my other brother did the DNA test for us and found out we're 13% Viking, yes. I need to go where my people are welcome. Right. And I'm going to start wearing the big hat with the horns on it.
1: If you don't, you're a fool. And that big furry vest thing you sometimes (laughs) see them in. And
0: I'm going to go to Minnesota Vikings football games and scream at people for appropriating my culture. I would.
4: We
3: didn't actually wear purple.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And obviously you're going to honk on a ram's horn everywhere you go.
3: (laughs) All right, my friends. I have an important consumer alert for you. It turns out counterfeit reusable straws are now a thing. With more and black more black market swum whoa, straws, whoa, 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 whoa.
1: yeah. If you suck a liquid up through them and it goes in your mouth, and then <laughs> later on you suck
3: another liquid up through them, isn't that a reusable straw? <laughs> yes, but what if they're faulty? All right. With more and more companies and cities moving to ban straws, the reusable straws now a hot item and ripe for frauders. Is it? The San Francisco Chronicle. Is it? <laughs> San Francisco how, Chronicle, either
0: one of those. And how damaged will I be
3: if it's a fraudulent straw? <laughs> the, Cra- the Chronicle is reporting the new reusable straw brand, the company Last Straw, who's coming out with a collapsible stainless steel straw that includes stainless steel. <laughs> <laughs> that includes. So you're a... supposed to
0: carry that around with you like Harry Potter's wand, or yes. what?
1: Yeah, it includes. Whip a out your straw. Well, it includes a handy carrying case it and a does. bit of lubricant so yeah. you can store it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Anywho.
3: Now, now the company is facing a slew of counterfeit and ill-produced versions online even before the company's released its own finalized oh, straw. No. I was afraid this was going to happen. <laughs> so
0: so do reuse straws, don't reuse condoms. Do I have that right or is it backwards?
3: <laughs> the fraudsters are setting up on retail websites Posting their products with Last Straw's actual photos and advertisements, confused customers are getting in touch with Last Straw when their straws didn't hold up like they should, and they're ah. demanding refunds. I see. Mm. Two hundred refunds. Want my 8 cents back. Two hundred refunds. No, not eight cents. These are twenty bucks each. Mm. Two hundred refund requests already uh, being put into the company, and now the startup is facing huge legal fees defending their design. Patterns. Okay, all right. I, I I hate to come off as
1: cynical, but isn't the whole effing problem with straws that they're quote unquote reusable? They last forever. They're around for a long time. That's where the whole issue came from. Every straw is a reusable
0: straw. That's why we're talking about this. Especially a good one like a McDonald's straw. You can use that the rest of your life. Oh hell The rest you of gonna... your life. Are they, collapsible. Somebody's home.
3: are they collapsible? Are they stainless steel? Do they have a carrying what a, case? Are yet like another company that's, that's bribed
1: you, apparently.
3: <laughs> Give it up. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm, Getty. Show the conscience of the nation. Yeah, McDonald's does make a
1: hell of a straw. Yeah, Give him that. The best. Yeah, and it's it's big, so you can suck a lot down in a hurry.
0: Ah, uh, so Alaska Airlines is apologizing. You know what that means? When a company's apologizing, they've done something mildly bad, in theory. Well, unless it's United. Ah, uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Has issued a health alert over pre-made salads and wraps
0: sold at Walgreens due to concerns they may be contaminated with an intestinal parasite so if you're buying your meals at Walgreens I have even more bad news mm.
2: Mm. we're gonna make salad
0: I saw a Chipotle somewhere made somebody sick in theory and uh, allegedly yeah yeah Darn it, really. What are you going to do? Um, so Alaska Airlines, they had a married couple on there. They uh, must have been toward the end of boarding or something like that. Couldn't find a seat together. They're a married couple. They want to sit together. Airline steward. What are you calling? Air waitress. The air waitress comes up to a couple of dudes and says, hey, could you move so that this couple could sit together? Those dudes were a couple. Oh, No.
1: Well, did they explain that and say we're actually together? I don't
0: quite grasp that because he doesn't specifically say. Uh,
1: you kind of need to specifically say. Uh,
0: that, that he said it at the time. Or anyway, they claim that they, they they explained it to him that they're a couple, but then the Alaska still forced them to get off the plane. I find that hard to believe, but he says they were given the choice to either give up their premium seat or move to coach or get off the plane. little too perfect. Yeah, maybe that happened. God, I doubt it, though. I mean, you'd have to be a really, really bad employee to think, I'm going to force these gay gentlemen to split up and nothing will ever happen from us.
1: Well, I'm going to put them in worse seats so the straight couples stay together, because these gay fellas are lesser than the straight people. That's what I'll do. I feel like there's at least one variable missing from that story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we're missing a fact. Unless it's, uh, you know, and some, uh, some air waitresses are like this, some cops are like this. If you question them in any way... They decide they got to show you who's in charge.
0: Right. That could be too. Yeah. Um, but got this I'm text.
1: guessing it's the phony one.
0: <laughs> you enjoyed your story earlier in the hour on the BART power grab in San Francisco regarding low profile government pushes to make driving so miserable you want, in quotes, to use transit. Have a look at SB 743, which takes away road improvements as mitigation for development. I'm a 20 year transportation planner in San Diego. And this is the biggest thing that nobody in the public knows about that will fundamentally change their lives. Wow. Wow. Taking away road improvements to make the roads so bad that you'll want, in finger quotes, to use. Wow, so that's a movement right now. It is a movement all over, I don't know if it's all areas of the country, but a lot of towns and cities on the West Coast. I know for a fact, it's a movement in all kinds of different ways, apparently, to force us in the lifestyle of... Living in high density housing and in either riding bikes or doing commercial or a public transit of some sort, and they're going to do whatever they can to try to force us into that lifestyle it's interesting as opposed to there seems to be a need for it, and let's provide what people clearly are wanting, which right. is the way suburbs happen, right, or what is clearly vastly a
1: more practical way to get where you need to go for many, many people. You look at these vast urban areas and these tiny little little fingers of transit that exist here and there and the other. It's forty-five minutes to get from me to the closest wherever station. Right. You know, it, it, your policies are utterly useless to those people, and you're punishing them. I don't know. I just, it, it's you can't argue with a, a utopian.
0: But su- suburbs happened because there was a desire for that lifestyle. And and so they started building more and more and more of them because people were really liking them and buying up. This is the opposite. This is trying to force people into a lifestyle,
4: right? I, I, which is interesting. If there was a viable way for me to not own a car, I would give up my car in a heartbeat. So would I, but it's not practical for my lifestyle, and I don't think the g- government should come up with policies to try to force me out of it.
0: I, I, really- I don't mind if people want to do that. It's perfectly fine. I, I had fr- I've had friends who lived in San Francisco, New York, all over, didn't have a car, it looked awesome. For the, for if you're in that age group, that lifestyle, whatever. Looks freaking awesome. But don't make it miserable for everybody else who's not wanting to live in that lifestyle. Or just it is utterly impractical for them to even attempt
1: it, which are those millions of people I was talking about in those vast swaths of urban America or suburban America who it would be an extraordinary trial to use public transit. Anywho, whether
0: you like it or not. Here it comes.
1: Oh yeah. Did you see that old Gavin Newsom flip flopped on the bullet train stupidity? He was staunchly against it for all the obvious reasons, like the vast majority of Californians and anybody with any sense or integrity was against it. But then he got big giant bribes from the unions.
0: That's kind of interesting because he could get he could get elected elected. He could get elected being against the bullet train. I think. In fact, that might help him get elected.
1: He'll get elected anyway, because he's got a D in front of his name, so he gets the big fat bribes. So he's thinking
0: bigger picture than that? He's going to
1: win. He's going to get both. He's going to win the election, allegedly, or or according to most, uh, uh, you know, polls, Um, and he's going to get all those big old uh, contributions that he can then hand
4: out and enhance his own power.
0: You got a couple of comments people made on the CDC telling us not to reuse condoms. Yes, I
4: I waded into the cesspool that is the comment section on every story, Uh, this one in particular. So uh, they're the... The comments range on various things. There's actually somebody quoting Armstrong Getty saying stupid should hurt. Okay, I like that. Um, stupid should give you a microbe. <laughs> there's there's mm. uh, some people actually offering some some possible other tips. No biggie, just how to wash them, right? Just put them over a couple prongs in the dishwasher. <laughs> I have other ways to save money that can be found on my VHS cassette called Save Money in Ways You Never Considered. <laughs> Toothpicks for kindling. Most hamburger wrappers can be cleaned, dried, and refolded for later use. <laughs> Um. Let's see. We got cleaned, dried, and folded. Oh, one guy is saying, uh, "Yeah, you don't wash them to reuse. It's just like underwear. You just turn them inside out." And oh then you're good to go. God! All
1: right, that's over. That is right out of bounds. That
0: was actually mentioned in the CDC report. Oh. Our own government agency, uh, federal government agency, mentioned that. You know the. You can't help those people, right? <laughs>
1: no, but the, the irony is that if they do that, they're more likely to reproduce. Oh. So I'm kind of with the CDC on this one.
0: Final thought... Thoughts with A-N-G. The musical group Bread, ladies and gentlemen.
3: <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. Igg. Uh, Let's see. Marshall Phillips, how about a final thought? Let's get one from everybody. Rest easy, America. You can sleep easily tonight. After some back and forth over the claim, it is now official. Apple has become the first publicly traded company to be worth $1 trillion. It's
0: autocorrect. Why didn't I buy
3: more Apple stock?
1: That's a... Amazing ducking statistic, Martha.
0: (laughs) Positive Sean, do you have
1: a
4: final thought? Yes, related to the fact that I don't believe Donald Trump has ever bought groceries, I also don't believe that Tom Cruise has ever gone to the theater to watch a movie. When asked if he has a most memorable movie-going experience, oh boy, that's so hard to say because I I basically look at my whole life in terms of films I've seen. Just to name one, there's so, so many films that have been memorable. I love movies. He doesn't name an experience. (laughs) He's never gone to the movies
3: quite possible. Michelangelo, what is your final thought? Gonna set up an online store selling plastic bags, reusable straws, and old-fashioned gas cans and lawn darts. Gonna be an outlaw.
1: (laughs) Good man. Good man. Jack, how about a final thought?
0: Taking the kids to see grandma and grandpa, uncle and nieces this weekend. Really excited about the trip. Getting family together doesn't happen much. We live far apart, which is a uh, tough life choice. My final
1: thought, it has become clear my dog is a murderer. He has now a dispatched uh, a bird and allegedly a couple of squirrels oh. within the last Ooh, uh, week or so. I was
0: afraid oh. you are going to say transients.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. No, it would appear he, uh, he intends to be the only beast to inhabit my backyard. I'd like to speak with them. I kind of like the woodland creatures hopping about.
0: <laughs> no more. Yeah. Armstrong. We're not e- hopping anymore. Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So
1: many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongygetty.com. We posted a bunch of articles and clicks and all sorts of stuff there for you.
0: Yeah, our dogs were playing with something we referred to as the toad biscuit for quite a while. Oh, that, uh, boy. and dried up in the yard. Oh, boy. Dog oh. eat dog world, man. Uh, God bless America.
3: This is
1: a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and
3: that brought it down. The
1: ride is over!
3: The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here!
2: Get! Get! Uh, We apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
1: Thank you, and good night.
2: (laughs) The show's over. What? Bye-bye. Dude, what you eating
0: for dinner, rental cars?
1: Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.